Welcome to Solo Travel Adventures, my sisters. Don't let fear hold you back from traveling alone. I want you to gather your courage, listen to inspiring stories, and learn how to travel solo while safely navigating new places from this show. I'm Cheryl Esch, solo travel advocate and travel coach, and I want you to have a transformative experience when you travel solo. So pack your bags, book your flight, and check one more time for that passport. It's time to explore the world. Is fear holding you back from traveling because you don't have anyone to go with? Are you concerned about being a woman traveling alone and not sure how to prepare for a solo trip? Do family and friends think you are crazy for even considering solo travel? Well, in this podcast, you will become equipped to travel safely by yourself. You'll learn things like tactical travel tips and how to prepare for a trip and how to overcome the fear so you can discover the transformation that travel can bring. My mission is to see more women over 50 discover how travel can empower them. If you want to enjoy your next travel adventure solo, then start your journey here. Hello, sister travelers. I'm Cheryl, solo travel advocate and travel coach. I have experienced life-changing adventures through travel, and I want the same for you. So stay tuned here every week. And you will learn to find freedom through your travels, build your confidence while safely navigating new places. Hello, sister travelers. Welcome back to Solo Travel Adventures. Well, one major concern that I hear a lot from women that are traveling alone is their concern of safety, obviously, but also more specifically of money and how to travel safely and not get mugged. I mean, there's some women that are um, concerned about that and even concerned about um, when they travel, you know, being that target. So we can be because we are females and we are seen traveling alone. So we can look to be as targets. So we want to find ways to protect yourself and to protect your money. Um, One thing I would definitely say is, um, you know, when we are traveling, we do tend to get distracted, which also makes us a target. So, you know, we might be looking lost. Um, If you having to look at maybe directions or look something up on your phone, maybe step into um, a store or a hotel lobby or something um, so that you're not just on the street looking a little uh, confused or obviously looking like you are a target or a tourist for sure. Um, So in there's are there are certain places that definitely are more known for pickpocketers. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of the South American countries are tend to be known for that. So sometimes it depends on where you're traveling and that whole safety issue um, can come into play. So keeping that in mind as to where you're traveling. Now, I have traveled some places that were a little, maybe didn't feel as safe as some other places. For example, um, when I was traveling in Peru, uh, parts of Peru did not feel safe to me. Um, yet I was just recently in Ireland 
never felt unsafe in Ireland. So some of it does depend on where you're traveling. So keeping that in mind as well as you are thinking safety, you know, guarding your money uh, so that you don't get robbed while you're traveling because that can put you in a really sticky situation. So some ways to help keep your money safe while you're traveling. Um, Big question is um, money belts. What are the pros and cons of money belts? Now, I've used money belts quite a bit in my travels. Never had a problem, but I do foresee, um, you know, when you have a money belt, a lot of times if you're getting your money out, you are advertising kind of where you're hiding your money. So that is definitely a, a negative to possibly using a money belt. Also, pickpocketers and robbers are aware of money belts these days. So that might even be the first place that they, you know, might ask you to uh, take off, you know, reveal that to them, or they might ask for it. So thinking of other ways to maybe conceal your money uh, on your person. Okay, so there are other money um, concealers, uh, pockets available these days. I've seen them in underwear. I hear a lot of women use their bras, but there's actually some bras that might have actual hidden pockets in them. Um, However, be aware of if you are pulling out money to pay a merchant, uh, maybe get that money out before you go into the store or, you know, just so they don't, again, see where it is. Also, some cultures, you pulling out money out of your bra can be disrespectful and just plain maybe uh, some people are getting, would be unsanitary <laughs> to them. Like you've had it against your skin there. Maybe they're not keen on taking any kind of money that was in that area. I have seen other concealed pockets in pants, leggings these days, which we women tend to like to wear a lot. Um, A lot of my leggings actually have a little concealed pocket, um, either in the back or maybe slightly in the front on the waistband. So that could be a place where you can put, um, of course, not all your money, because my next tip is to actually split up your money, split up your money and your credit card. So I suggest always have two credit cards. Although if you only have one, um, then just take that one, a credit card, not a debit card, because when you take your debit card, um, and it gets maybe scammed, um, it's harder to recover that money from your bank account. Whereas if it's a credit card, you can immediately call your credit card company. Um, A lot of times some, I've had great success with some fraud or, um, you know, having my card scammed with my credit card company. They've been so great in the past, um, you know, getting those charges taken off even temporarily till they get, uh, do they do the, the research um, and so you definitely would want a credit card company that does that for you. And so if you're like me and you just try not to have as much credit out there and try to minimize, um, your credit cards, you know, maybe you only have one and that's okay. But if you do have two, you want to bring them both, um, and keep them in separate places. Do not carry them together. And that likewise is for your, um, cash, 
that you want to split up that money. You can use a safe that might be in your hotel room or wherever you're staying your accommodations. I also carry locks with me to lock up my backpack or my bags. Um, I do have one suitcase that has a combination lock actually on it. So as you consider splitting up your money, maybe you're going out shopping or going out to explore the city, wherever you're going, to make sure you don't take it all with you. Make sure you split it up because if something does happen, then you at least have a backup. Um, Some other places I like to um, hide my money, which I didn't mention earlier, is in my sock or my shoe. Um, I do like to use that as an option because Um, It's always going to be on you if you happen to have something stolen. Um, You kind of have that backup money. Now, you don't want to be stuck um, like I did um, and run out of money, right? Um, So one thing you can do is try to estimate what you might need per day and maybe research that before you go to whatever location because everybody's location will be different. For example, if you're going to, you know, Southern Asia areas, those are going to be less per diem per day as far as need money for spending. Uh, Whereas maybe you're going to a, you know, more expensive European city, like maybe Paris, you're going to need a little more money per day. So do your little estimate, see how much you need um, before you go so you can kind of calculate how much uh, money to keep on hand. And I would even say try to use your credit card as much as possible to kind of minimize how much cash you have to keep on hand there. So um, another tip is take photos of your cards if you're taking your two credit cards or just one and include keeping the phone number of your credit card company on hand in case something does happen. Uh, You want to be able to call them immediately and not be searching. Um, And especially if you maybe don't have maybe Wi-Fi or um, internet that you want to have that maybe even saved in your phone so that you can possibly call them immediately and have that information on hand to get that taken care of. Um, The other part is you want to let your credit card company or your bank know you are traveling. Now, some don't require that anymore, um, but it's always just a good little um, step to take. Um, and there's even ways that you don't even have to call customer service. You could even just go online and, um, kind of report, you know, that you'll be traveling depending on what kind of credit card company you have, uh, letting your bank know that's if you're planning to use your debit card, but I'm not recommending that, um, to people. So either, you know, take the cash, um, with you beforehand, Um, or use your credit cards um, for bigger purchases, especially. um, So you have to keep less cash on hand. Um, Speaking of cash, you want to research your exchange rates beforehand. Do not exchange at the airport unless you absolutely have to. It is going to be the most um, expensive, or I should say the worst exchange rate that you're going to get is at the airport, okay? So maybe even before you go, a lot of times you can pre-order or go to your bank and have a small amount pre-exchanged before your trip of whatever type of money that they use in whatever country you're going to. 
And then once you get there, you can also search out better um, exchange rate places, make sure they look reputable and they're not, uh, you're not just exchanging um, maybe uh, something that looks a little sketchy, but you know, a place that uh, definitely offers maybe Western Union transfers. Um, those are usually, you know, you see that sign. That's how I knew when I was in Peru that I could go to that place and exchange money, uh, which brings me back to uh, having run out of money uh, uh, twice in two trips that I've done actually <laughs> running out of money. Um, the first one was actually when I was in Peru and we ran out of cash. Uh, luckily, I had someone on the other end in the U.S. Uh, to wire transfer me some money through Western Union. Uh, so that because some countries actually you need to have cash on hand. They don't take cards as much as, um, you know, maybe European countries will take credit cards more so than uh, when we were in Peru. We needed cash a lot, cash for the taxis, um, cash for any kind of purchasing at the market, or if you were buying things um, for merchants, but they don't have credit card systems there as much as we do maybe in the U.S. or in some European countries. So keep that in mind as well when you're preparing for how much cash you want to take. Just remember certain countries, uh, you know, they don't have Uber. So you can't just charge it to your card. Um, they have taxis in which they require you to possibly pay cash. So um, I did run out of cash there and I knew I needed money to get us to the airport and to, you know, finish off our last day or so there in Peru. The other time I ran out of cash was prior to this whole, um, I could have had someone Western Union me money because that's been around for a while. Um, but, you know, it's prior to me having um, actually a credit card. I didn't have a credit card to back you know, kind of back me up here. Um, so when my friend and I were backpacking in Europe, on uh, one of our last days, we basically ran out of money. Um, but through the kindness of strangers, which is a great story, I will still a very um, heartwarming story to me, I'll share at some point of how we got saved through the kindness of strangers on our last day because we ran out of money. So make sure that is not you. Um, and you have some sort of backup plan as well. A purse versus a backpack versus a sling bag. Um, I get lots of people that kind of are concerned about pickpocketing when they carry a backpack. I do prefer a backpack, um, mainly because it feels better on my shoulders. I never travel with a purse. Um, purses are, you know, easily to be swiped off your shoulder. Um, and never, never leave your bags unattended. Um, I had a story of a gentleman. Uh, we were in Mexico City Airport. We had a long layover. And met this um, vet, war vet. And he was traveling. He was actually traveling to get his prosthetic, a, a new one, um, for his leg. And unfortunately in the airport, you know, because he also had a long layover like we did, I think he decided to um, maybe take a nap or he left his backpack unattended and it completely got stolen. And unfortunately, he was in a, a horrible situation um, being stuck because I believe his passport was even in his bag. So you never want to leave your bag unattended. Um, that includes, ladies, please do not put your purse, sling it over a chair in a restaurant. 
okay, or even your backpack or even your, I do the sling bags, you know, that go across the body and they're little, almost like a little fanny pack, but it goes across the body. I use that a lot. Do not because those can easily be swiped, especially if you're in an outdoor cafe. Just don't do it. What I do is um, when I travel with my sling bag, I actually just keep it over my, you know, diagonally over my body. And I likely, most often I keep it in front of me, the the bag part, um, so that it can't be, you know, unzipped while I'm standing in line or something and, and things taken. And then if I have a backpack and I'm, you know, at a restaurant, I typically, you know, keep it between my legs or if I'm in a booth, I'm obviously going to keep it pushed right next to me, you know, maybe in the corner, not on the aisle side. Just being, uh, using some common sense here as far as um, protecting your, your stuff and your money. So we want you to be safe or feel safe when you travel. And so these tips can help protect um, your money and make you feel more confident so that you don't feel like you are a target uh, for maybe those pickpocketers or robbers that tend to target women, solo women, and target tourists in general. So um, just be mindful of those things as you are preparing for your trip and getting that, you know, money ready uh, for your trip. Keep that in mind as you're preparing. So here's some takeaways from today's episode. Money belts versus other pocket concealed pockets. Um, Pros and cons. Consider other places besides a money belt. Don't advertise where your money is. Uh, Two, split up your money and your credit cards. Have different places for those Three, take a photo of your cards and include the phone number of your credit card company on hand. Four, let your credit card company or bank know you are traveling and where. Five, research exchange rates. Do not exchange at the airport. You will lose money that way. Six, purse versus backpack or sling bag. No purses, ladies. And there are plenty of backpacks out there that have the locking mechanisms that are, that are safe as well. If you choose a backpack, keep it safe. Don't leave it unattended. So ladies, let's go out there, take that leap of faith, and go have an adventure. Hey, sister travelers. Did this podcast inspire and encourage you or move you to get out there and travel? Wonderful. There are three ways you can thank me. First one is leave a written review for the show on Apple Podcast. Two, share the show with your sister travelers, your friends, your family. And three, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And thank you again for listening to the show. Sisters, be fearless, take the leap, and get out there and have an adventure.